four, three, two. Here at the Fade Podcast, we are your go-to source for any and all etiquette questions. Okay, uh, let me let me uh, take you back for a moment. In our first few episodes, we did strip club etiquette, right? Yeah. S- so insightful. I mean, I I think we were nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Maybe. I don't we think we were just nominated. I think we we actually won one, but we just didn't want to go. You no, know, but we kept it quiet. Humble <laughs> yeah. brag. Humble brag. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Um, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to. Matt Gallo was the same night. We <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, we was low yeah. key. With it. We had to get dressed up that night. Uh, yeah. we've done barbecue etiquette, right? Yeah, you can't bring, uh, chips and no dip. You know, yeah. your chips have to have dipability, right? <laughs> you gotta, if you bring chips to a barbecue, you got to bring the dip. Don't yeah. be, don't be that guy. Yeah. And so then, uh, and then we had voicemail etiquette too. Ah uh, yes, yes, yeah. that was a good one too. Voicemail yeah. etiquette, it's very good. Yeah, so very now, informative. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, someone we need to we need to film this shit. Yeah, because yeah. this is oh don't worry, it's coming. Important. Just yeah. wait on. It. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about timeliness etiquette, right? Mm. Mm. time etiquette yeah when and and obviously i think there's a difference here between men and women of of how we view time yeah um i particularly want to highlight uh a past experience of mine in going to the movies right yeah how how, how far past is this is this last week the week before this is this year Uh, be more specific i I want i want the girl you're talking about to know you're talking about her i cannot (laughs) Be more specific. Come on, get froggy. I've got a court hearing coming up. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. Shit. (laughs) No dates. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows if you're Uh, uh, representing the other party? Um. So, going to a movie. You know what I mean? And it's just. A regular movie, not like a huge mo- opening like Marvel or whatever, uh, Infinity War, mm. just a just a movie opening. So to me, I'm very punctual when it comes to getting there on time before the credits start because I enjoy watching the credits. I want to see what's coming next, you know. Yeah. And even sometimes I enjoy the the pre uh, movie trivia. Right. Mm. Um, the other person who I was going with. She did not feel like it was necessary to be there for the movie during the credits. Not even the first 10 minutes of the movie. And is there a change? I didn't know this going into this situation. So I was. Wait, 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 wait. So, so she's. Is she like. Is she like actively like, yeah, whatever. We don't have to be there. Or is she just like, oh, I just need a couple more minutes to do so and so thing. So here's the reasoning. Yeah. She didn't feel like she was ready to leave to go to the movies because her makeup wasn't done, right? Okay. So yeah. she was willing to sacrifice uh, the first 10 minutes of the film mm-hmm. for having her makeup done. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, you know, this is, you know, we weren't going anywhere afterwards. It was like, hey, we're going to go to the movies and peace out. I got to go to fucking work in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to go to work in the morning too. Yeah. Um, so this is where etiquette comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. When going to the movies, is there a difference between men and women and, and, and timeliness? What is appropriate? What is inappropriate? Um, if I can go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. take it. Um, 
I think there is a difference, but I think that <laughs> that one sex's lately uh, lateness is slightly more justified than the other late lateness. Like when a woman's late, generally speaking, and I could be over uh, stereotyping here, or is that generalizing? Over generalizing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, typically, I think when women are late, it's due to hey, don't know what outfit to wear. Don't you know my makeup's not done. Uh, I I had some popcorn in the the microwave that hasn't gone off yet. It's usually something that's like th- like a thing. When guys are late, it's just that last one isn't justified. Yeah, it clearly was. I just threw that in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. I threw that. Hey, what a woman out there to be offended? But yeah. <laughs> that's what we think of them. <laughs> um. Uh. But when guys are late, it's usually just. I don't know. Like I just didn't want to be on time. Like I sat down I, for I ten more minutes. Yeah, I did. I did not care about being on time. I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you my side chick. I was with my main girl. She was holding me up. That's why I'm late. <laughs> That's yeah. why guys late to the movies. I have no other excuse. <laughs> all right, Faye. I'm, I'm going to let you go before I uh, yeah. share my thoughts. Um. All right. Personally, me. I think sometimes what I'm usually late is like. I know I'm not gonna make it at six, maybe six forty-five, but I said six anyway. Like, hey, well, I'm good for six. Why though? Just say you're gonna at six forty-five. I don't know. I always, I always try to like beat the clock, even though I know. <laughs> but <laughs> this dude's trying to challenge himself. Like this is fucking like double dare or some I'll, shit. Because, because it's already gonna be late enough, and then I'm like, yeah. oh no, man, I'll be there at six. No one but like six. So this is what I've had to learn over time, right? Because I, 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 I think I really. Even until recently, I've been a, a chronic, uh, I say six, but really I meant like seven. Um, but I, I changed that. And all it took was understanding that the world's not going to come to the uh, to the end. Yeah. You know, if you just tell the person, hey, I'm going to be there seven. I know it's slightly disappointing, but they're going to be way more disappointed when you then say, you tell them yeah, six, yeah sure seven. Yeah. Exactly. Matter of fact, they'll be more appreciative if you said seven you and got know that 640 you know exactly, what i mean exactly exactly yeah. so yeah. give yourself some cushion you know yeah so <laughs> and it's funny that fabe says that because i know that about fabe uh <laughs> fabe fabe is notorious for yeah. um loose commitment <laughs> right so um man i can't tell you the amount of times that we've done stuff like plan a trip like out of state yeah like uh i remember this is the one that sticks out of my mind the most we were going down to miami right um Faye was like yeah i might come through i might you know i might you know pop in i might i might pull up like nigga what <laughs> you, you can't just come through what on delta airlines <laughs> no if, if you're coming you're coming you have to book your flight you have to make hotel reservations you know no, like, you can't just but, but pull here's up a, here's the fair part though Fabe might just pull up. Like it, it might be one of those cases where you're like in fucking South Dakota, and Fabe's like, "I might come through." And you're like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then now, all I of a sudden, you possible. see Fabe like, "Yo, what up?" I've done that. I've <laughs> pulled up. I yeah, pulled. You actually up. did the, do that in Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, one year we went to Miami. They were down there, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, "I might come through," but I didn't tell anybody I was actually coming. Yeah. I booked my flight. I got down there, I didn't, and I knew where they were at on oh, South okay. Beach. Okay. So then, it, was, it was just a surprise. You yeah, surprised. I just walked in. They okay. were like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that was a good trip. Okay. But um, so yeah. back to back to movie etiquette, right? See, Tune, I'm going to challenge you on this. I don't think there's any difference between men and women on timeliness 
for a movie. I think mm. etiquette here is the same. It's it's um, you know, it it's not gender specific. Mm-hmm. If you're a man, be on time. You got to be there before the movie starts. If you miss the credits, you know whatever. But if the movie is starting and you're not in your seat, whoever was the root cause of that lateness is yeah. an asshole <laughs> and should have to pay for any beverage or, or snacks, right? You gotta, do you have to do arbitration for the missed? I mean, I might, I might send an invoice. <laughs> Next time I'm late to a movie and it's because of like, yeah. uh, you know, the, the woman that I'm going with, yeah. I'm sending send her an her. invoice. I really wish we did live yeah. in a society where like, just any random person could be a legit arbitrator between like two people's issues. No, like, no, I do. No, you, you need to be able to, uh, you, you need to be clear of thought. Uh, I think that too many arbitrators or no, fa- one, one arbitrator, arbitrators. one guy, one guy, one, one person. First well, it's already, it's already person, sexist. It's already sexist. You know, two people are quarreling about something about who was late or why, whatever. And then one mm. person comes in, mm. listens to both facts sexy and it word. says what Quarrel. it is. Yeah, Quarrel. Sexy world. You know, and then um, someone is picked or whatever, or just comes in, listens to both sides, yeah, and determines who's wrong and what you know what the penalties should be. No, nah, I don't think it should. I like again, that. I don't think it should be Yo, a random I've person. I've got a brilliant idea. You just tossed mm. it to me. So, um, before I present this idea, this is my official idea presented right now. Um, it is Monday, October fifteenth. 7.56 p.m. Yeah, you really had a promise for that, didn't you? And I'm presenting this idea. Yeah. I'm going to create an app that's going to allow people to book me <laughs> to arbitrate disputes between spouses, friends, whoever it may be. Yeah. You go to my app. You yeah. look at my schedule. You book a slot of time i come to you <laughs> yeah i hear both sides no you should we should do this as a tribunal it shouldn't be one person it should be like three people right i mean because ideally i'm going to create the app and i'm going to it's going to be like task rabbit so i was at i was going to say task rabbit needs to add um an <laughs> an arbitration <laughs> and, <laughs> and for, people could book you to for, come and listen for to those who don't know what task rabbit is task rabbit is basically this app where you can hire somebody basically to do pretty much anything yeah um except for arbitration apparently uh so we definitely need to get with the powers that be to yeah. uh to have them add that on that's not but bad. uh you know but hey this this, this uh this idea is mine i've yeah. i've, I've that's not the way ideas work, man. That's no, not the, that's not not the way ideas work. The, yeah. the, 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 this platform, well, right? You, you know what works. Technically, it's mine. So. Well, well, technically, we're about to hit this intro real quick. Let's do it. Yo, 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 your boys are back. It's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yeah, man, we got Fabian in here, aka Walter Longcoat, aka Podcast Bay, aka 49er Fabe. What's up? Hey, and we are the Fade Podcast, the one stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Uh, I am really happy to be back. I uh, We were gone for a bit. Uh, typically, we do two shows a week. We could not make it work for this past weekend um, due to my own. Uh, scheduling conflicts uh, and actually the next couple of weeks are probably going to be a little rocky too for a Saturday show as well as possibly a Monday show um, <laughs> uh, but uh, for right now we are back in the building we are back in the booth uh, coming to you live and direct on this great uh, Packer 49er matchup night um, 
I, I really do wish we had video right now. As you guys can see, Fabe is caught somewhere between a San Francisco 49ers fan and uh, Chris uh, Cross. Chris Cross. <laughs> Chris Cross. Make me no, jump, the, jump, the jump, jump is not backwards, so I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you missed. I would let you guys go with Michael Myers. Yeah. All right, then I'm Michael gonna go Myers. Fabe's uh, Michael Myers isn't wear overalls. Oh, he, yeah, he yeah, loves okay. both Molly Jumps Ringwall in. and the Forty Nineers. <laughs> who was the other one? Molly, Molly Ringwall. Ringwall. You don't you don't know who Molly Ringwall? Yeah, she was in Sixteen um, Candles. Sixteen Candles at Breakfast Club. Yeah. Oh, okay. She, yeah, come on. Sure. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just try to downplay that joke. Don't try yo, to downplay it. That was hilarious. Yo, in Sixteen Candles, yeah. she could. She was like, yeah, Sixteen Candles was uh, it was actually a good movie. I like Sixteen Candles. It's a it's a nice throwback to the eighties. It was Sixteen very Candles indicative of the eighties. Um, the yeah. Breakfast Club was is a classic. It is a classic, but I tell you, it might be an overplayed classic. You, they might show that too many times for me to uh, enjoy it. Still, what channel are you fucking watching? They always show it on TNT, TBS, one of those stepchild channels. Between two and four p.m., who is? able to watch that between two and four p.m i don't know why that why are those the times we're dealing with it's a two-hour movie right something like that yeah that's it that's only time they fucking it's during a time when i can't watch that shit (laughs) i don't understand i'm just watching the back and forth (laughs) (laughs) it's during a time in which i'm never gonna see that shit because i'm at i'm at fucking work oh fair enough okay who's at home to see it uh well typically they show maybe during the weekend so like like saturday sometime in either in the afternoon or and like it, it's still during a Saturday time in which you're not home. How do you how do you know? It's like between like five and eight PM on a Saturday. You're not home five and between five and eight on a Saturday. Some people are. No. Who? Five and eight PM? Some yeah. people. You're either finishing yeah, up you, brunch or the day party. How are you finishing up brunch at you're, five you're with PM? People a late brunch. <laughs> Drinks after. Stop trying to make this make any sense. <laughs> Nothing about this makes sense. Yeah. I, this Saturday, I'll probably be home and on a between five and eight because I think they're they're double drop. So, oh shit, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. Damn. Fuck. That's what I'm doing. Yo, oh, now the you're plans gonna be I home. had for this weekend <laughs> canceled. That's what I'm doing. Uh, send those cancellation it, it texts. Like, I even like, went back and watched a couple episodes yeah. of the first couple seasons. Well, it seems like they're going back to basics. Because uh, last the second season, it was a little complicated. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't exactly okay. follow what was exactly happening in the second season of Daredevil. Yo, I gotta watch the trailer for that. Yeah, it looks oh, very you menacing. Seen the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very good. It's very good. I'm not gonna lie. Is it grimy? Fisk yeah, yeah. is it's, out for blood. Yeah, like, yeah, they're back. That's what I'm saying. They're back to basics, man. No, they're not. Bad. I need that. Yeah. Um, and then apparently, Bullseye is supposed to be a part of the um, Bullseye. Bullseye. Oh, is he like the main guy? Yeah, I think in the movie. I think played by Colin Farrell. Oh no, we we don't even bring up the movie. Yeah, let's not let's not bring that up. Nah. That uh, yeah. that was that was terrible. Yeah, those three <laughs> fucked up. You know. Yeah, I don't I don't know how the three of them just Jesus Christ. Well, ben Affleck, no, and didn't, Jennifer didn't, Garner, didn't, and Colin haven't Farrell. I, haven't I always said that's your thing? Go back two or three two or three episodes, yeah. right? Doesn't matter who, who the, the actor, is, who yeah. the cast is, right? That's why I don't go by the cast when I look at a movie. I look at who's directing and possibly who's writing it, and that's how I'm able to tell. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll see where this goes you know yeah, I mean no okay if you look at a movie and the cast is Colin Farrell Ben Affleck and Jennifer yeah. Garner I'm no. gonna have high it's no I'm it's telling fair. you no no no, no, no. the yeah, cast t- is tell me, tell me Sean if, Penn no, no. Uh, Denzel if, if Washington you, and Al Pacino that's gonna be a good no, movie because if, if that's the case and uh, what's his name Michael Bay is directing it movie's gonna be trash 
it's going to be a lot yeah, of explosions, yeah, yeah. If but Michael it's going Bay to be severely trash. It, yes, it's going to be. That's what I'm saying. You, you, it. The actors and actresses are they can elevate a mediocre movie, right? They can elevate it. They can make it better than what it was supposed to be, but they can't. They can. They can't really elevate a trash movie. They can have good performances in a trash movie. They just can't elevate the entire movie because you need everything to work to at least get it to a point where it's digestible. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so shout out to, uh, uh, the movie daredevil. Um, you'll go down as one of the most terrible movies ever. That is, uh, your contribution to cinema. Thank you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this weekend I'm really excited to just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. What did I have planned on Saturday? Cancel it. Yeah. Cancel. It doesn't matter now. I've already got one thing I know I'm going to cancel because I didn't want to do that shit anyway. What was it? Was it, uh. Let me let me try to figure out what this was. You want to go to the post office? Mm-mm. No, mm. it's, it's so I I'll tell you it's 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 hanging out with like an old high school friend. Jesus, that I didn't want to hang out with. Yeah, in general. Let's hope they're not a podcast fan. Uh, if they listen to it, <laughs> here's my honesty. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to fucking hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who is it? I'm not. I'm definitely not going to say that. <laughs> Oh, again, you're not that froggy. Yeah, yeah but if, if they listen to this and they look at their calendar <laughs> and they're like, they, they see it on uh, Google Calendar. recorded this on <laughs> October 15th. I got like three guys. talking about oh, Saturday. <laughs> Add that up. Yo, all right. Let's 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 get into the uh, actual factual here. Uh, what's uh, what's our first order of business? I have not looked at our uh, schedule yet. Of, um, um, I think I kick it off with a little... Uh, Green Bay Ugh. Packers intro. We uh, have a maximum of Niners three minutes. intro. Get it out. We the have way. three minutes to talk right. about this. Okay, that's on you, boss. All right. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game, man? No, actually, let's go with the neutral guy first. Arain, who's a Rams fan. What do you? You got I, any I thoughts? I take offense. I can be neutral when it comes to the Packers. I mean, I don't really know anything outside of winning. Um, <laughs> and I mean, man, shut up. Like this you is gonna be. Ass. It's gonna be a uh, a mediocre uh, match of non-titans uh, it's just watching human mortal flesh you know what I, wanted, I I would love to watch Arain during the years where the Rams were just scraping the bottom of the barrel you, I wanted Jeff to see Fisher you during era. those years you, you know what those, years those have been the me? most of hey, your yo, formative quiet. adult years those years for me yeah it was like patiently waiting in the dark <laughs> and, and you know when you're alone and and you and you know something is coming okay and you're just okay batman patient. calm down my i had my small smoldering fire I, you know i caught my rabbit <laughs> you know I, I are I you making a music video what is this you know, <laughs> I, i'm a lone woodsman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out in the woods you know okay. hunting i got a small humble little you know tent Oh my God! This this explanation is just going on forever. Yeah, Dude, give us your goddamn opinion. <laughs> Listen, goddamn I'd game. rather anything than to, than to talk about the 49ers Packers game. That's what that was. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, my my explanation. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I would not be surprised if if the 49ers give you guys a good game. Sure. I think the Packers win by three. Okay. Um. One, I'm just going to say this is a, a game between two teams who have a long history against each other. And it was actually controversial um, this past week because I think the 49ers released a uh, like a 48 picture of the, the history between the Niners and the Packers, like the 48 like greatest moments in the, um, in the history. And they came under a lot of fire because they left cap out, which about like two what, years. What ago. was the greatest moment? 
I didn't even look honestly, but I, no, no, I didn't no, I mean, want to look. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not not overall. I mean, what was like what was caps? Oh well, um, about like maybe two three years ago when we went up to Lambo and it was like negative like. 16 degrees oh yeah and he had that long ass run yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah i like, remember yeah. that of they course they're gonna leave that out there but no they came on a live fire and they apologized but it's like come on like how do you drop that ball no so they didn't drop the ball they knew exactly the, yeah but again they you would fall into literally the same trap that everybody falls in by omitting it you make it that much more noticeable right instead but of just including it, it on there right they didn't. No, no, they no, no. They they apologized for leaving it out. And but said did they put a new there one? There was up? a mistake. Lies. No. Did they no. put a new one up? No. Huh? Of course. Did not. they put a new one up? So, so here's one? why. Here's why. No, they didn't. Of course not. No, no. They oh, did they go back and edit it? Yeah. I don't think so. Trash. No. So so here's why, because they know that we can. We're gonna say fuck cap, and yeah. then people are gonna notice it, and then we're just gonna say we're sorry, and then we're still gonna not acknowledge cap in this you know, 48 memories thing, right? Because you, and you know what? People are so accepting of an apology with no action. People, I don't, I don't think they're, that. they're accepting. I think, I think it's just the, the news cycle today is much more. Yeah. It's just way quicker. So we're already on to the next thing before the first thing's even done. Yeah. Like, no, but, but you know what? I feel like that comes from, acceptance right people are like no no no, no, no wait, nobody listen, nobody listen, accepts listen. it like so for instance if they do the same thing again people are still going to be as outraged right it's just like we're so quick to move past the moment it, it, it's not like we accept the moment it's just that we're outraged but we're outraged also about this other thing that we're going to be outraged about you know come tomorrow and then the next day i'm going to be outraged about something yeah. more you know but you know but you know why that is it's because i think for example in a situation like this you know, the 49ers basically just said, fuck cap. Right. Yeah. And then they said, I'm sorry. There are a lot of people who are going to be like, oh, well, you know, they, they acknowledge that they were wrong. They said they're sorry. And then that new story is going to come. They're going to be like, OK, well, now we're on to this new story. Right. Yeah. But it's because they've accepted the the previous story that they're so easily or, or they're so willing to move on to the next story. Right now, if people are like, wait, 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 no, 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 we're not done with this. Yeah, I'm not even gonna entertain that new shit you're trying to put in front of me. Yeah, didn't until didn't I just say that? No, I, I, I'm genuinely tired of saying a point only you, to but have you, but you. You didn't say no. This. All right, say, the, uh, the difference between um, like basically that's what you said, but Arain is basically saying we shouldn't move on, but oh, it's yeah. hard not to move. You're on. elaborating like, there's so on much shit thought. going on, and we we have the access to to, to new stories at our fingertips you know there isn't like it's not like we don't have internet like if we didn't have an internet connection someone just brought us a, a story and we were just trapped in a room for like 26 hours that's all we talk about but because we can just talk about that for five minutes glance at our phone and be like oh snap did you see this like it, it's just natural and yeah. but you know what it's because we allow the news to control like the cycle of news and information Possibly, right? yeah. so now if the viewers, right? If if us, if we force them to slow down, how do we how do we do that? We are not so quick to move on to the next story. Like, we, but like, what is it? What does it mean to not move on to the next story? So, like, for example, this forty ers thing, mm -hmm. right? If you make it a continued topic of discussion, mm -hmm. if you force like the on issue, Twitter, like what, what are you, you know, on social media, um, if you force these like news outlets, right? If people force the uh, you know the fans of the 49ers who are about, who are with Kaepernick if they force the 49ers to 
elaborate on this decision, this process? Like, how did they internally? Yeah, you know how, how did how did that happen? If they forced them can to I, deny it without leaving quick, that story, why that's not going to be possible? Why the reason why it's not going to be possible is the reason why we move so quickly on from one story to the next isn't just because the viewers decide to move on that quick. It's because again of this thing about outrage right that's the thing about outrage right this is that there's always something more outrageous happening right and what do you do do you ignore that new thing that's happening that's being uh that 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 you are just as outraged about or do you still continue to talk about this thing that's about a week old you know like what i'm saying is is like because we're so easily outraged there's not enough attention that like we, we 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 can't give that much attention to any one thing because we're so easily outraged by everything that we we ourselves have to change directions because that's just where our outrage directs us it's like okay so this colin kaepernick thing is a thing right tomorrow kanye is going to say something else or he's going to go you know him and trump are going to go on their first date or something like that and then we're going to be talking about that you know like it's just this outraged meter is like i think our outrage meter is broken i think we become too outraged too quickly at certain things colin kaepernick colin kaepernick thing it's fucked up no doubt I'll be honest with you, like in the, in the, in the, it, it's like, it's like a little bit of a disrespect from them to him, but it's not something that I'm, I'm going to be on the fucking picket lines. Like, fuck you 49ers. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather much lobby, much more lobby for him to have a job in the NFL than I would to point out the minor. Yeah. So, you know, fouls so if this they, happened to Marshall Falk, right. Mm-hmm. And, a Kanye story who who got who got fired by the NFL Network by the way for um you know yeah. the sexual yep. uh, damn Marshall Falk got me too got popped yeah he got me too popped uh, for the me too yeah I think there was some proof yeah there definitely was and that white bitch was sloppy I don't know what yeah, he yikes um, anyway um so <laughs> if this, if this happened to Marshall Falk right you know so, something to this nature and um then you know I turn on CNN and it's some Kanye met with Trump shit I would be like yo fuck that Kanye shit. I'm still on this Marshall Fox, but there. And what I'm saying is, is for like y- y- the Kanye thing was an example, but there's just always something else to be outraged about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, what you mean? know what? I want to go back and watch um, that whole Kanye meeting with Trump thing. I don't. No, no, I have no. So no, here's re- not to listen to because I don't give a fuck what they were talking about. I want to watch what was scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Those like big news updates mm-hmm. to see what important shit they just blew by us. Oh, nothing. They just, I'm sure they probably just kept rerunning. Kanye sits with Trump as Kanye sitting with no, Trump. No, no, that was the headline, but the, yeah. the little text that scrolls at the I bottom. I found myself. It was probably like, you know, uh, Congress uh, reduces healthcare <laughs> funding by $500 million <laughs> over the course of the next uh, five years. Yeah, and yeah. You know, I found myself it was something really important. reading that more than I'm watching what they're actually yeah. talking about and just sitting there like, oh, oh my, yeah. what? <gasps> well, they're doing that. And you, it's like, you, you yo, know, you talk know where about I, that shit. You know where I thought they got rid of, got away with that shit the most is during the Kavanaugh thing, right? Because every news outlet was talking about Kavanaugh endlessly, right? And I was like, yo, Congress is getting away with murder right now. Yo, they're, they're passing everything they that they want right now. Like, yo, let's decrease Nobody's corporate paying attention. taxes. <laughs> let's pass a bill that says Cong- 
congressmen pay no taxes. Yeah. And we get to fuck anyone's <laughs> wife. <we want>. <laughs> <laughs> Score run for the team, Bob. <laughs> um, uh, I think the moral to the story is a one time for the do uh, CK. One time for him. Yeah, yeah, big up. One time for him. Um, yeah, a score real quick. I see an upset coming. I see about uh 32-28 Niners in a uh in a in a late late half uh showdown of uh of quarterbacks. Yeah. Who who is your quarterback? CJ Beathard. Act like you know. I, I, I genuinely didn't. I'm, that was even slight. I thought his name was oh, I thought we threw about 400. <laughs> I thought it was beat hard. <laughs> CJ beat hard. <laughs> <laughs> about 400 yards last game, you know. Did he? We good, yeah. Who, who, did they win? Oh, we who, lost. Who they play? Lost. Wait. Oh, the quarterback Chargers. is just now throwing for 400 yards? Like <laughs> uh, I didn't say just now. I just said what he I mean, did last game. Technically, yeah. You said and last his first game. start. Yeah, that was game. Wait, was that his? I thought he started last year. Well, no. Since, um, since, uh, since Jimmy came in Jimmy and got hurt, hurt himself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's actually yeah, about his second yeah, it's start. It's dirty, yeah. <laughs> it's dirty. Fucking um, hurt himself. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know about a score. I don't. I don't. Uh, I feel like it would just all be arbitrary if I threw out a number. I will say this: uh, we tend to play down to our opponents uh, whenever, especially during like a Sunday night, Monday night game. We tend to not play as well if we're not playing. If we're playing an opponent, we ideally should win against. Uh, so it's probably going to be a closer game than it needs to be. But uh, but yeah, I, I definitely would be uh, surprised if the 49ers did pull it out. The best thing about this for me is um, I'm playing uh, a rain actually right now in uh, one of our fantasy leagues and I've already smashed them. Yeah. And I got about like three players left that are like all Niners. Yeah. I got I got um, a one pack or two, but I get to just sit back and watch and enjoy. Who's and it Tay? My, you got no, Tay? No, uh, um, Graham, Jimmy Graham. Oh yeah, Jimmy Graham's on ball but tonight. Actually, yeah. I might have him on the bench. Actually, um, either way, you got three players. Nice. But I get, I get to watch all my guys. Yeah. Either whether they do good or do bad, mm-hmm. I just get to watch them and enjoy. And I already won this match between the reigns, so that's that's the icing on the cake for me. Then when you come back to yeah. reality, we're six yeah. and zero. <laughs> well, nobody cares about that. I'm talking about fans. You, you know, it's so funny how they they are probably the best team in football right now. And nobody cares. Who have they played? Because yeah. they haven't played no, anyone. No, no, so, let's no. relax. They, no, no, they, no, let's react. So no, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. This is no, no. Time off, Fabe. Time off. This Fabe. is Fabian's reasoning for yeah. like whenever like your team yeah. is uh, yeah. has more wins than his team. Yeah, it's an easy. It's, no, it's can easy I put the facts on what I'm sure, saying? Sure. And even if you say the Patriots, okay, so let's, Tom let's, forty. Let's dial this back. No, no, no. All right, and, and we've got literally. Because, no, one no, no, no. I'm glad you brought the Chiefs up. We've got one minute. Say whatever you want to say. That's important. No, I'm glad you brought Brady up because the Chiefs were five and zero, and when they go to play goats, look what happens. See what I'm saying? And then my, 45 seconds. And then I say this because what happened when you got in the playoffs and played a good team? I got smashed. I haven't played anybody. The moment y'all play somebody, wait, 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 wait. So, so what? 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 Like who? Who are they playing? Yeah, who's somebody? Give, give us. They haven't played. No, who no. I'm, a, played? I'm, I'm asking you, who have they played? They played with the Raiders. Who played uh, the Seahawks, the Minnesota Vikings, who are a great team. The Seahawks I, are a good team. I, the Vikings aren't a great team this year. Were they let's, not? Let's dial that back. Last year they, they were. Last I thought year they, they were, were this year, team. but they're not. And I remember telling you that, and you laughed at me. They're a good team. Kirk Cousins, well, it was Stephon like Diggs, uh, Thielen, who is a they have the talent. They have by, talent. By any by any measure, they, they are extremely talented. Are they the team. best? They're team just not. They're a top ten team in the NFL. They're not right now. Are they're not a top ten? Are they the best team? You guys like it now, but they are. They're not a top ten team. They were ranked top I'm, ten no, before the season. They don't started. even have a winning record. Okay, but right now, 
Yeah. Are they the best team? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I haven't they're, played they're, they're, Hey, 10 years ago, the Redskins were a good team. Are they a good team now? So no. what I'm saying is you rank a team based off of how they performed the season before, yeah. right? So before they, were, they oh, played no, any they, games. They were more six games. They, yeah, they, we they, can't. We're about, we're over a quarter of the way into the season. team last year. I'm not going to argue with the top 10 team this year. We beat them. Here's my thing. I'm not going to, I'm not going to use that same thing of it's who you played, right? I will give you guys. You guys are the best team in football right and now, And we've right? played good teams. Sure. And I'm, I'm not going to take that away from you. What, what I'm what I'm just finding amusing is, is that you guys are the best team. And still, everybody's kind of just like, eh. Like, it, usually when you're the best team, like, if it was, like, the Patriots or if it was, like, the Packers or maybe even the 49ers, people would be like, oh, my God. Watch out for this team. They're it's dangerous the Chiefs. this year. It's because the Chiefs are taking the shine. But now that they've lost, the Rams are the Wait, number did one the team. Wait, the Chiefs didn't lose. Uh, they lost, they the lost last night. Damn, yeah, we're the only undefeated team. Yeah, which well, goes to my point when they actually played a good scene. The guy, so to Fabian's, Fabian's yeah. point they didn't is, get their ass handed to Well, unless you play the Patriots, the first half they no Fabian, first half they did. Fabian's point is, unless you play bit. the Patriots, you haven't beat anybody. Fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, final thoughts on this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to a good game. Yeah, I'm laughing it up with you. Me too. It'd be a good time. Right. Yeah, my no. thoughts. Yeah, I mean, we have <laughs> we have higher standards. He's so angry. Right now. Yeah, this is why nobody likes the Rams because all their fans are just I, obnoxious. I know, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, what, what, what's our next uh, topic of discussion here? Um, uh, I saw something I wanted to chop it up about, and it kind of stems back to I think, um, like a podcast or two ago with uh, the movie theaters fighting over rights for this, this or that. Yeah, but kind of loosely. But either way, um. So there's a film festival called um, Film Chella, and Coachella is suing them over the name <laughs> because they think it's way Jesus. too similar, even though Coachella is just really like the that valley place, or yeah. the city, you know yeah. what I mean, that it's taking place. One of my boys in. out there, hey, shout out to Sergio, that's my man, he's, uh, he's from Coachella. Oh, really? Somebody's yeah. from there? He goes, he literally goes there every year. Yeah, it was it was fun. I went. If um, it's down the street, that seems reasonable. No, he he's over here in D.C., but he makes a point to like make it a trip. Like he'll go out year. there for like a month and oh, we'll just wow. be out there just chilling during when they actually put on the uh, the show. Wow, that's pretty dope actually. Because yeah. um, there's some other things going on around that time. I wonder how much money he owes to Capital <laughs> dude, One. Dude, I don't know what the fuck. Because no, like, like that's expensive, dude. I don't know. Like, so I, I know what he does. He sell drugs because he make he it might out there. Fuck, dude. I I tell you, man, this dude's taking a fucking trip every other week. Like he literally has on his Instagram. It's like international and now i've already given the first name so yeah now the feds are like (laughs) (laughs) we need a we need a uh we need an agent on this guy right away let's see hey if the feds listen to this podcast hey please uh come to movie night horror movie night uh we definitely appreciate you (laughs) coming through by they're they're gonna come and pull you to the side like tunday yeah yeah but um, wear this watch hey just bring just bring (laughs) the entire office is all i ask for so they ended up, and, and this was the funny part to me, because they ended up basically settling out of court where the guy who owns um, Film Cella, um, they basically ruled in favor of Coachella. Or or no, no, they settled out of court and he gave up the name Film Cella. But he's like, yeah, I'm very happy with the decision. <laughs> and we all know what that means. Like they just came in, put some money on the table, <laughs> a large amount and said, look, just drop the name. Here goes X amount of money. Boom, boom, boom. It seems like it's going in the wrong direction. Why would you have to pay for them to stop using a name that you think is similar? No, no, no. I guess the, because they weren't going to win in court. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, they, they, they have the money to just say, mm-hmm. hey, we'll pay you to stop using our shit. I guess so. But you that know. just seems wrong because then somebody's going to pop up uh, Cinemachella. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, because now you know. Me. Now yeah, you know they can't you can beat it. you. I'm telling you, the precedent that that sets is just not a good one for Coachella. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, you know, Faye, I'm sorry to take this, but that actually reminds me of the of a story where um, this this college kid, right, created a, a clothes, a outdoor snowboarding apparel company called the South Butt. And the North Face sued him. South Butt. And they, um, oh, I get it. Yeah, I understand yeah, now. The North Face sued him. They like issued a cease and desist or whatnot. And then I think they like, like I think he lost in court or whatever. And they paid him to stop using that name. Yeah. Uh, and then he just went and opened up a store that sold the South Butt's products. So he, like he found a way around it. And then they had to go and sue him for that and pay him for that. So he found like two really interesting ways to get this major company to keep coming at him. And then the end result was him saying, yes, sure, I'll stop doing this. You know, you just got to pay me and I'll stop right away. And then they they kept paying him and he just kept doing more shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's fucking brilliant. It's it's like uh, a film cello person. He probably got a big check. To just and then, stop using something a name he didn't really even care about, and then he'll do it again with something else. Yeah, it's, that's, it's that's like what I'm trying legal, to say. Movie uh, cello. What's the word? Um, when you when you basically got a stronghold on someone, monopoly. No, it's, and then you keep squeezing them for money. Extortion. It's extortion. like legal extortion. Like I'm just gonna keep coming back with a name that you can't beat. If the if this person does that and legally, like, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> when you trying to get Christ. the game up, I really am. Yeah, look, he uh, saw me get excited because we're already up seven now. Shout out to Breeder, who I just now, right before the game, uh, put in um, put in my lineup. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that didn't they didn't they didn't even hear that on the podcast. So you guys just made noise for nothing. Oh wow, hating on the right. kid. Well, they're we try to remove it. it. No, no we heard, heard it in the headphones, yeah. but they're not going to hit it. No, so there, there was a noise interference. We He's going to edit out my shining. <laughs> Shout out, Matt. So Breeder. um, let, let's jump into it. I want to talk about uh. I'm going to talk Ozarks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have another press play for you. We got another press play for you. Uh, This week, we are going to be doing uh, something a little different. Uh, We've done a lot of movies thus far, but we decided to do a press play on a a TV show series series, uh, for no other reason other than that we just literally didn't watch anything else. And this is the closest thing we could get to <laughs> doing. And a press I play. finished this like last month, so it was the yeah. very. You, you easy didn't finish it last month for me. You didn't, I did. You didn't. It was. I didn't finish month. it in October, motherfucker. Didn't you though? We're only fifteen days in. Didn't you though? No, I finished this back in September. Okay, I think you're lying. But uh, I'll just uh, I'll just move past. How that. dare you? <laughs> Besmirch my name. Accuse uh, me of such things. <laughs> Uh, so uh, this week we're gonna, of course, do our press play on um, uh, the TV show uh, series uh, series Ozark, uh, starring Jason uh, Bateman, Laura Linley, uh, Sophia Hublitz, uh, and some other people who I haven't pulled up the IMDb for: uh, Skyler Gartner, Gartner, I don't know, Julia Garner. There's a lot of G's here. I don't know why. Uh, and uh, created by Bill uh, Dubuque. Dubuque? I don't know. Dubuque. Dubuque. I guess he's French. That's um, probably um, very wrong. I just put yeah, it. Yeah. No, you I'm gotta, glad you put that sauce on it because yeah, that made commit, it sound you better. You got to something. When yeah. you're going to say someone's name wrong, say it wrong with confidence. They'll respect it more. I don't know. No, I don't think that's the way Jason it works. Jason Bateman actually jumps in on some of the directing here, which I didn't realize. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do for for TV series. Uh, a lot of the, especially if they're like a big star, or not even a big star, but uh, if they're integral to the show, yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes they'll. It's they'll, got they'll six episodes. Does yeah. he really? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, but anyways, uh, another uh, the other creator of it was uh, Mark Williams. Um, so uh, let's jump right into the goods. Uh, what do we think about the plot, the uh, structure? I mean, I, I love uh, going back to season one. The show starts fast. It hits yeah. you with some very compromising like situations, right? Um, the wife is is cheating, and the the gentleman that she's cheating with, uh, he commits suicide, right? No, no, he's no, he didn't commit suicide. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you watch the series? <laughs> wait, yeah, who I'm gets not convinced that you watched again? Heard the? Her I'll give you credit because you're on like finished season. Yeah, two. wait, does he get tossed? Yeah, like the, the lawyer. Yeah, that's a pretty significant part of it to not remember. Yeah, because yeah. Jason Bateman's going to um, the guys. Yeah, I don't, right? I don't even think you're setting this. You're not even. You're not setting this up right. Anyway, no. So I'm talking about how the show starts fast, and yeah, that's not even how it starts. That's the well. The, it's in the let first. Me, let me. Let me it's in the first episode. It's, it. It is in the first episode. What I'm trying to say is, is that's not where we start in the first episode. Let me set everybody up, right? So uh, Ozark is essentially about um, this uh, financial advice. Don't make me look stupid. You you, you deserved it. <laughs> it was very, you earned that. You, you earned, gotta support me no matter what. <laughs> you, you earned looking you stupid. Uh, this uh, financial advisor, Marty Bird, uh, he has a partner who his partner is like this fast talking sort of wheel and dealing kind of person um and who actually the most shocking thing to me their partner the in a financial investment firm. in a financial investment firm. uh the most shocking thing was uh so we start off with bateman uh who uh, marty bird um and he's helping a, a couple with their he's giving them financial advice right but he's like distracted and so he opens up his computer and you see and the camera swivels around to see what he's looking at and it turns out he's not listening to a word they're saying he's actually looking at a video of a woman having sex now we will later find out that that woman is in fact his wife mm-hmm. that he's watching his wife getting rammed from behind repeatedly by him though no 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 i always thought that was him. yikes what you no. what, did you guys what doing when you were watching this show what were you what was happening oh were you well, actually episode watching? makes a little bit more sense <laughs> holy no shit. but I, I thought it, then who was it by because it's not by the it lawyer was by the person the guy who with. got who, no, that who guy got was thrown out of the like window. a heavy set guy oh my god you guys are Yo, are terrible. you serious yeah Yo, Jesus yeah, that's, Christ. that's not the same guy it is the same guy holy i'm not gonna shit. explain this again um so anyways uh why does so he look totally different i don't know i d- talk to the producers <laughs> um so uh so anyways so he's watching this video anyways um it turns out that marty and his partner um while they look like they're running an up and up financial uh advising firm um they are actually uh kind of a front for the uh uh, uh mexican drug cartel um and uh well now uh well yes but remember they're helping them launder money yes through now now martin bird's partner remember he uh steals a lot of money. yeah I'm, I'm building up to yeah. that can i can, let me do my work can i can i work can you, i can you, you should have said that before no you what you should have done the, uh, is gotten the description right in the first place so i didn't have to do this i was talking about the, how the first episode started fast that wasn't that was like at the end of the episode stop let me get through this do right. it um, hurry up <laughs> so uh so yeah so it turns out that they're helping launder money right but then it, it turns out that his partner 
has been skimming some money off the top. But not only that, his partner is actually working with the feds too, right? Um, so pretty much that's where we pick up with the series and uh, the cartel essentially kills everybody else. But Marty buys himself some leeway by saying there was a deal that um, his partner was actually presenting to him um, as like a, you know, hey, like you can go to the Ozarks, you can make a lot of money there, yada, yada. They've got like all this coastline, yada, yada, which was a kind of a throwaway thing. And then Marty sees this flyer right as he's about to get shot. He's like, wait, 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 I got a great and idea. And the Ozarks is a lake town city where? Uh, oh, in Missouri? Missouri. 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 And so that's how Marty buys himself uh, sort of a new lease on life by saying, hey, I can go to the Ozarks and I can turn, you know, I can make back the money that you lost. And then on top of that, make you more money by yeah. washing money down there. Um, and so that's pretty much where we pick up with the series. Now you may go. That's how you fucking do a description of the plot. Yeah, you did All okay. Right. You did okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, so good save though. Yeah. <laughs> so he was tune was ether in you, and then you just like downplayed it. <laughs> <laughs> so what I like about this show, this show, is that there's a lot of backstory, right? Um, there's a lot of things you learn about what happened previously as you're watching the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first episode starts fast. Is a really good story here. Um, it takes the whole like money laundering angle in kind of a different way, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there are lots of shows about someone working with the you know cartel and laundering money and selling drugs and whatnot. Here's uh, a story where it's like a family man dealing with a lot of shit at the same time and managing it all pretty well, right? He, you know. His partner was working with the FBI, was stealing money from the fucking cartel. His wife is is has been cheating on him, and he finds all of this out at the same time. Yeah, he has to keep the family together, figure out how to make back the money for the cartels, make them more money because now he's in deeper than he was before. Yeah. Right, all while evading the the FBI, who knows that you know they they know what he's doing. He has to find a way to make sure that what they know he's doing they can't prove that he's doing it that is yeah that's pressure yeah that's one thing i think this series borrows from breaking bad because uh i think uh fabe and i were talking about it and i'm not sure if it was on the show or not um but this this show is essentially breaking bad that that's what the show is but it just turns everything on its head right so you have marty bird who isn't slipping into the darkness he's already in the darkness um and it's sort of about his journey out of it you know um whereas breaking bad was of course about walter white transforming from being walter white to heisenberg Heisenberg, you know um and then um on top of that as well uh his wife is not she's not you know just some sort of you know kind of side character who just happens oh my god what does my husband do yeah no she's complicit from the jump you know, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, you've got the kids who are, you know, who weren't in the know and in this show they're, they're they are in the know, yada, yada. Uh, it's just the, it just takes breaking bad and flips it on its head. Um, but, uh, I think where the show sort of takes an interesting sort of take is, is that, or, or not an interesting take, but, but one of the things that I think it does with uh, or takes from Breaking Bad, but exploits it is pressure, 
right? Mm-hmm. I can remember so clearly though if if you don't take anything else outside of uh out out of Breaking Bad, it's these moments where it's just like, oh my god, what's happening? Like what, what what's going to happen in this moment? Oh my god, what do you like? What, what's going to happen? And in this show, it's like that times ten. Like yeah. every single episode, it's how the fuck is he going to get out of this? What is he going to do? How is he going to, you know, uh, finesse the situation? You know, like what's, what's actually going to happen, you know? Um, and I, I think that that's something that's very, it, it seems very easy to do, but is extremely hard to do to create tense situations and the steady hum of tenseness, you yeah. know, where it's not like that tenseness never really actually goes away. You're always in a constant state of, fuck yeah you know? and it's definitely not suspense it, it is it yep. is for sure tension um one of the scenes in in the show that st- has like really stood out to me so far you know even though i've seen all two seasons mm-hmm. is when the fbi agent um i, I wish is it I, colson uh not colson the the black guy oh i don't know what it yeah means. i forget his name <laughs> he's a very b character yeah is when he comes to um the birds new property uh, agent trevor evans yep agent trevor evans comes to confront marty bird and his wife um kind of like like a question you know to inquire about what happened to marty's partner right yeah and then this is kind of where he lets marty know that hey we know what you're doing we know you're working with the cartel we know you're laundering money your partner was working with us um and then he just disappears. We think you're involved, right? They, he kind of lets them know the FBI is on to you. Yeah. And, um, you know, Marty stands his ground. His wife, you know, stands behind him like, hey, we don't know what you're talking about. The agent eventually gets in the car, drives away. Yeah. And then um, Marty says to his wife, like, in, they're having some kind of conversation. Um, and I think she asked him, like, did you know? Did you know, like, he betrayed you like this? And did you know he was working with the FBI? And Marty kind of tells his wife, like, you know, yeah, I knew uh, I'm getting used to betrayal at this point. <laughs> yeah. right? And I was like, damn, th- yeah. that's when I knew this is a cold motherfucker who yeah. is, you know, but who's controlled. Right. Like yeah. He's, he's controlling. You know, he kind of uh, I hate to use this comparison, but like it reminds me of that Doctor Strange um, moment where he like, you know, uh, goes into the future and he like out he looks at all the possible outcomes for the situation of we're in the end game yeah of giving uh um thanos the infinity stone it's like i feel like that's kind of what marty is doing at every moment he's yeah. analyzing every possible outcome for each decision that's made yeah well it reminds me of somebody who uh ha- is like a he's like a juggling act right and you add yeah you, you start off with three balls then you go to four then you go to five and that's what it seems like the show whole shows sort of doing is like they've just got all these you know uh you know uh, juggling acts that are going on at the same time um and i i think the one thing that i really do appreciate about the show from a plot standpoint is is that uh they the show is very uh it's a very straightforward show in a lot of ways right but what they do is with each episode, they treat each episode almost like a movie where they get creative where they put things within that episode. So they have a definitive way, you know, place that they're going with each episode in terms of pulling, pushing the story forward, yada, yada. But they start off in very interesting places and they don't always start off where you think they're going to start off with each. You know, what I mean, like with some episodes of some shows, you can tell, oh, hey, I know what kind of episode this is. or I know we're, what we're doing here. In Ozark, half the time I don't know where. Like they start off a episode, I'm like, 
I don't know the fuck's happening in like right now, but then they they guide you through it, you know, they work you through it, and then you eventually see, oh shit, this is where this is going. This is where yeah. this is building up to. And they, they they do that beautifully. It's it's a very well written show. Yeah. Um and um to me back to uh you know how they end the episodes with either a lot of tension or suspense. Uh, I think they do that real quietly. It's not really in your face, like, uh oh, like cliffhanger like yeah and and not even to say that's a bad thing but the one thing i will say about the show they their, their taste is just to do it very quietly they don't really put in you know that it's either cliffhanger or it's ending with some tension but it's not like oh big dramatic moment tune in next episode well <laughs> i i think that's because it's a netflix show they can get away with that right yeah. like when you're a tv show you gotta you draw can't, you 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 have to yeah you have to get them yeah. back next week netflix you know? so you can just immediately go to the next episode. exactly uh tv show you know where you may have to wait a week or you know a couple of days so yeah you know yeah. and i didn't i didn't even really catch that so it was a good call out yeah um but yeah i i do like how every episode doesn't end on this high like oh my god on the next episode of dragon ball z <laughs> you know <laughs> and, it's, and it's powering up for yeah. the 15th episode say, in a row it's not to say that no episode hasn't but it's not like uh, something that they do every time. If no, no, no. if any I, I, episode I, I, ends like that, it's like well, rarely. Well, let yeah. me let me let me. The, I think the the perfect example of what you're talking about is actually the ending episode to season one. Right, the, season one ended. I didn't even know that season one ended. I was already in season. I was like two episodes into season two, and I was like, how many episodes is season one? And then I check. I'm like, oh shit! I'm is already it, like is, two is episodes deep in the, it. The lake with the baby. Um, no, 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 no. Season one ended uh, where she, uh, his wife, I think, is just about to they, they go to that gala or something like that. And she meets the the politician. Mm -hmm. That's that's somewhere in there is where season one ends. I think it's either right before that or right after that is where season one ends. Uh, and Faith, I'm, not, I'm not trying to spoil it for you, no, but sorry. it's when they um, there's a uh, a. God, what what did what happened that night? Uh, I think they either get picked up by the cops or they get picked up. Oh, they you meet the lawyer for the first time, the cartel's lawyer. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. that's essentially I think where season two picks up. Um, but I didn't even like the 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 quietness that was the end of season one. Uh, you know, just to go to Fabe's point, it, it it doesn't have this big glamorous because. And honestly, I don't mind that that yeah. they kind of go for the whole. You know, or, or not, not not Ozark necessarily, but I don't mind when shows go for the big. This is the big season finale because yeah. it's like I love seeing that transition between one season to the other because it's like this is what everything's been building up yeah. for. It's kind of it feels to me. It felt like to me, and I, I remember what episode you were talking about. It felt like the music is being turned down. Then it's like, shh, yeah, dead, yeah, right, yeah, versus this loud yeah and explosive raucous moment. yeah yeah, yeah. And I, I, then it, it leaves you even like fuck now i have to watch more of this yeah because like, like they can't like what are they just gonna leave me with like yeah this like whimper of a you know the, a, this you know. soft ending makes yeah. you want to see like what big stuff is, is coming up happen. next yeah, yeah, yeah episode yeah. one of the next season absolutely absolutely all right uh let's um let's get into the uh, the characters um both the people that play them as well as the actual characters on screen uh what are our thoughts I mean, you know, I heard someone say that they couldn't take Ozark seriously because, you know, they Jason Bateman is a, you know, a comedic actor by nature. Right. And I absolutely hate when people say things like that. Oh, you're you, you don't understand how to watch things if that's what you take. from yeah, that. Like, I think he if you can't disconnect 
what you saw and like they're fucking actors right yeah well if you can't disconnect an actor from the last movie you well, saw them in to what you're seeing them in now like you're just well it's it, like you're trying not to enjoy something yeah and here's the thing is is that if anybody is the greatest example of that or anybody who you should give the leeway to to do that is jason bateman he's not really a comedic actor in the sense that he's t- telling a whole bunch of jokes or he's like doing slapstick comedy or anything like that he's a very dry humor kind of person and he's not really playing that different of a role in um uh ozark than he is just kind of ordinarily even in a comedic role right because all of his jokes in any like horrible bosses or uh i remember juno or you know whatever movie you want to pick pick of his yeah it's a very dry wit you know humor kind of thing which he encompasses in ozark so that's very perplexing why you wouldn't and, and like Jason Bateman, he's not even like, I wouldn't say like a very funny guy. He is. He just has great timing. He does of yeah. when to deliver a line and how to deliver it, and to be flat with it, but deliver it at such a great time that it's like pitch perfect and it's, it's on t- it's on point and needs to be delivered at that moment in time for it to be funny. Yeah, but it, it's not funny itself. Yeah, no. to kind of piggyback off all of that all your thoughts yeah i mean to me jason bateman's everything you guys said he's not like someone who's like ha ha slap your leg funny where you can't like take him serious the next moment he's just kind of like just falls in there says the right thing at the right moment to get a laugh yeah and then and then just move on perfect comedic timing um to say but when you said uh you were you were starting to say someone is the greatest and then you went with jason bateman i honestly thought you were gonna go will smith i, I think that he's one. a great or uh coming from a what seems like a comedy background to very serious roles no 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 i, I don't think he's jason bateman is not the greatest in terms of going from one to the other right but he's he's the person who you can plug and play right so you can take him from one of those comedic movies and you can p- plug him into something like ozark and he he himself doesn't really change but the perception of his character changes immensely right so in in horrible bosses or whatever comedic movie you want to want to use as an example for him right um he he gives you this comic relief because he's this very dry again dry wit dry humor but you can take that same dry wit dry humor you can plug it into something like ozark and it's an entirely different feel to it you know yeah, it's an, i mean it's an entirely hor- different he could have been the same character from horrible bosses yeah and he just went on to open. You know up who I really feel yeah, like, firm, and then now he's in <laughs> Ozark's majority. You know who I really feel like he is, who he's still playing almost. Um, his character in um, oh shit, what what's the movie with Will Smith actually? Um, Hancock. Hancock. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, ladies, uh, yeah. He was her, a consultant. What's her name's right? wife? Um, or her husband? Uh, Damon. Uh, Charlize Charlie Theron. Charlize. Was, was it? Charlize Theron. Yeah, Charlize Theron. Yeah, Theron. Yeah. Theron. Yeah, it was Darren. actually. Yeah. It was great, by the way. I love her. Charlize Theron. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, she's like good. Her. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really have much to say yeah, about her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Doesn't, what, what, doesn't she have a, like an upcoming movie? Um, she does. She has something that I was actually pretty interested pretty, yeah. uh, in seeing. You might um, have, did you send me something? You sent me something, right? Wait, no. Isn't she in, um, not Shazam, but... Uh, LM? Atomic Captain Blonde Marvel? Too? No, no, no. That's, that's Brie Larson. No, 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 I'm not talking about. I thought she played uh, another. A role? Or no, she might. She is in um, Aquaman, isn't she? Dude, I don't fucking know. Everybody's in every movie. I'm pretty sure she's in no, Aquaman. No, no, no. I, the, I think she plays his mother. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Somebody can look that up on IMDb. Uh, but um, 
talking about the characters from the uh, from the from the show, and I'll try to move them through them a little bit more quickly. But I thought I think Laura Lindley uh, as Wendy Bird, uh, Marty's wife. Uh, I think she's she's giving a uh, a performance of a lifetime um, because she she's so convincing, uh, and her the turn that her character takes, right. Uh, going from this mild man, not mild mannered, but uh, going from this sort of background character who she's not really, Marty doesn't really like she's pay attention to her. for his ride. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And he's kind of just like dismissive of her because of what she did, right? To where she's at now at the end of season two is the, the, the way she's played that has simply been incredible. Yeah. She, she's terrifying. I am terrified of this woman, you know what I mean? Like she terrifies me, you know, cuz it, it's like and uh, thinking about season 3, I'm like how's Marty going to finagle this one? Like because it's not like he's dealing with somebody externally that he has to sort of combat with. He's dealing with her and she's smart as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's no real good way to I think go about it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, like in especially in season two. Are you are you on season two yet? No, no, no. no, no season ahead, one? Okay, so in season two, um, I feel like you learn a little bit more about her background. Like she comes from politics, right? So she knows how to be um, decisive, and you know she knows how to somewhat manipulative. She knows how to control situations when they need to be controlled, and she knows how to influence. Right in season two, she really when 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 she kind of goes back into you know the life of politics, I feel like it's kind of like her breath of fresh air. She's like, you know, I am who I used to be maybe like before I had kids before the marriage. And she kind of takes ownership of the situation she's in where it's like, all right, you know, we're in bed with the cartel. You know, we've got to figure out a way out of this situation. I can no longer, you know, just play this background character to my husband. And even when she took over the real estate, you know, from that guy, not took it over. I don't know how much she she takes it over going forward, but she really puts the foot down. She the shit at it. And and, and I think that's what I'm talking about, right? Is, Is that she... Um, she, you're, it's so hard to tell when she's being genuine and when she's just faking it just to finesse the situation. Yeah. It's so hard to tell with her. And I think that that's the scariest part about it, right? You never know when she's actually being real with who she's talking to. And I think to achieve that on screen and to leave the audience wondering, Hey, is she being yeah. for real or is she just like acting you know yeah she she has a very good uh like smile where you don't she, know if she's she, fucking genuine she, she'll back you into a corner and then like you know at the end of it smile to yeah. where you think she's like this like kind sweet genuine mother of two but like she's really or uh, three because they have a baby right it's really crazy no whatever. no no they yeah. don't have a baby uh, yeah. did you watch this here i'm not convinced well, no they had this. that baby at one point it's it's not they, they had that baby it wasn't their days. baby it was yeah. yeah they had a baby for two days yeah. um <laughs> But she'll back you into a corner and like force you into a position you don't want to be in. And she'll do it with this like very genuine smile to where you're like, you know, maybe this person just needs me to do this. Or like maybe this is just something that needs to be done where she's yeah. really just, you know, saying, hey, like you're going to do this because I want you to do it. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. My, um, yeah, you no, say no, I think my favorite character on the show is, um, Ruth Langmore played by Julia Garner. She, yeah. Immediately when I saw her, my first impression after the whole scene where they were debating and arguing back and forth whether you know they should take the money from Marty or kill him or what, and Marty's convincing them that like Look, you don't want to go down this road. But throughout that whole scene and on forward into the show, I knew like she was a character that like 
Marty better get her on his team. That's my that was my immediate thought. And that's kind of what he does at some point. You know, she she comes into work for him and then she's she kind of starts managing the strip club. But my first thought was Marty better get her on his team because she's good and yeah. uh, she, she's a total badass. And the way she handles her family, I mean, I think that sometimes she's just kind of crazy. But yeah, <laughs> I, I just really like her as a character. I like how she holds it down. And I, I, to me, my immediate reaction is like, I want her on my team. Yeah, I love how she's just as cunning and, and she she delivers her lines so well and on point like know those like sly insults or those like those very slick comments um i remember the scene where she's in the kitchen with um the the previous owner of the uh, motel marty bought into um i don't know i'm sorry i I forget the name of it right and then she's in the kitchen she's washing the dishes and the other uh, woman who oh it's the other bluebird the bluebird yeah or something like that so the the previous like sole owner of the bluebird comes in and she's like what are you doing here and then very cunningly, she's like, you know, Mar- Marty hired me. And, um, you know, I-, I wish I could remember the exact like exchange of words. But like from it-, it was in that particular scene where I realized, all right, this girl is not only smart, knows she knows how to position herself into places where she becomes invaluable. Yeah. Right. And that's what she does with Marty. And then Marty recognizes that all right, I need this person on my team. But at the same time, she has to both position herself there. And then, yeah. kind of, and then maintain her value or grow her value. Yeah, I, but she's also very just slick and like cunning with her words. I so she it. is. But two things with her, real quick. Uh, for one, um, she makes herself invaluable. But I think her the 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 most curious relationship that I see on the show, and I, I find this with a lot of shows, right? Is is like with between her and Marty, right? I think they they have a very unique and odd relationship that i'm not i can't quite figure out like where it's coming from because on one hand sure she makes herself invaluable to marty but is marty just doing that because he recognizes that she's kind of a problem and it's better to keep her closer than than push her away right yeah or is he doing that because she does bring some sort of value to him right who knows um i don't think we've really reached the ends of that of that that road right and i think that's going to be become one of the integral things of the show it reminds me a lot of uh dom uh draper and um damn it um, peggy uh, peggy yep um on Mad Men. uh that's the type of relationship that it reminds me of and i'm not exactly sure where that's yeah. gonna end up i think in the ozarks he realizes that she and, and i'm reminded of like the scene where she walks into the office and she's like you know this is after he kind of removes her from working in the office with him mm. and um and then he removes her from like managing the strip club where where she you know she feels like she's being pushed out and and then she kind of comes back into the office she's like well i i need this i need this i need that and And she's like all right and then he's like yeah and that's because he's like you know i i trust you i know you're ready for this and i know that uh, you're capable of this so you know of course like whatever you want i'll give it to you because I, I value you and you are essential. Yeah. I feel like he just wanted her to realize that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the second thing I was going to say about there, she has one of the worst crying faces I've ever seen on oh, screen. Fucking horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. You know why? Uh, she has no lips. <laughs> Yo, people with no lips make me uncomfortable. Have you ever yeah. seen two people with no lips kiss? 
oh it's like it's, watching it's like, it's like watching like seals or not even seals it's just like watching i don't know it's watching it's, something it's gross. like loose leaf paper <laughs> you know and just teeth and they're just smashing teeth together protected yeah. by a thin layer of skin <laughs> yeah she's got uh she's got one of the worst crying faces ever all right but my no, um i had another thing for characters yeah. um i think my one favorite performance comes from um uh, Roy Petty, who's played by Jason Butler Arner. Yeah, and I think I call him Collison earlier. Uh, I don't know where Officer Collison or Detective Collison is from, but uh, it's definitely not. It was good. Hey, it went Collison. Where it is went? that from? That's from something. Sounds I'm familiar. Gonna, I'm going yeah, to Google it. But yeah. Roy Petty, um, his interaction with um, what's his face, uh, Russ Langmore. Oh, they're, they're that has been a very unique thing that. I think is much needed yeah. on film. The way he kind of yeah. like finesses him and says, yeah. hey, hey, it's going to be okay and kind of leads him without saying, hey, it's not like a, this is what you need to do, gun in your head. It's like a, hey, let me give you the reasons why this is what we need to do, even though it's for my selfish purposes or whatever. But hey, What episode are you on? I'm on like episode seven or eight. Of, so uh, they're already deep one. into their relationship, right? Not deep, but they're at the intro when Russ is like, I ain't no fag, but I'm going to come in and kiss you. <laughs> Yikes. Well, I say that because that's what he says. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm quoting people. Which yeah, well, <laughs> take it easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you guys know how the outreach release. <laughs> well, <laughs> on the next, I got to preface it. These on the Netflix show, quotes. these are the quotes. Yeah, you got a disclaimer. But yeah, when um he makes a move on him in the car and Russ isn't feeling it, then like the next day comes knocks on his hotel room door. Ain't no fag. And then he comes in and kisses them, and they go into that. But then they, they, you start to see where um, my name is Buck, and I like the fuck. Where <laughs> <laughs> you see where uh, uh, officer, uh, officer Petty. Um, you know that guy was born to play an FBI agent. He's in another show I watched called The Blacklist. He plays. I, th- I think it's the same fucking guy actually, yeah. because he's an FBI agent, and now yeah, he's just it's on a terrifying. Case. I, don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know exactly what his history is, but uh, yeah, I find him to be extremely creepy. Yeah, but Paul, probably I'm my assuming he's he's got the very, very it make you it make no. Me it's just like it's it's more of like about the way that he sort of flips between like he's kind of calm, but he's also saying weird things, but he's uniquely calm in saying them. Yeah, something about that that should just and you know deeply unsettling. Like, yeah, flip his shit at any moment. Over. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, but but uh, let's quickly run through the rest of these characters here. Um, I, I think that um, my um, who's your least favorite character? My least favorite character uh, will probably have to be uh, uh, Lisa Emery, who plays Darlene Snell. Mm. I hate her character, and I don't know if it's because she's terrible at playing it or because she's just really great at playing it. I don't know which one it is. I haven't decided yet. Uh, but thankfully, I think we'll get to get a little more time to decide that. But uh, but uh, she is not my favorite cold. character. Yeah. I think she's just so cold and dry that you're like, you know, how could this woman ever want a baby? It's like or, you, or not even that, but like, like out of everybody that they're everybody's picking off, you know, they're just killing everybody left and right. It's like, how has somebody not dropped her yet? Yeah. Let's hey. let's get that done, guys, before hey, we do anything she, else. She can ride top, though. Yikes. Remember that one episode Yikes. where they were going at Dude, it? Dude, I didn't know who that was at first. I was Yo. like, is that her? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Hey. I was like, shit. Hey, 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 hey. Any woman that can ride top is good in my book, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yikes. Uh, that, hey, if, if she did any great acting America. in the shows, that part, she was riding yeah. top. I was like, damn. Yeah, she Charlie. was. Uh, yeah, she was. She was. She was getting her son. Uh, my son least favorite character, the um, the daughter of Marty uh, Bird. And oh yeah, she she's also terrible. Uh, Sophia Hublitz. Yes. I believe. Oh, Charlotte. God. She played Charlotte yeah. Bird. If um, so at a point in season two, you know, yeah, she, she yeah it's definitely in season two where I'm like, I've had enough. This yeah. is this yeah. is she's nonsense. So she rem- she's. I'm trying. She reminds me of the son from Breaking Bad. Um, I forget his name. Yeah, uh, yeah, I forget his name too. But it's um, like you little bitch. Just you know, <laughs> this is your family. You, you gotta. Yeah. You, and she gets. She goes and gets a lawyer, and she discloses all of the everything families. to the. Oh my god! I she, so, I honestly was wondering why they just didn't like you know. So if, my if had to just get rid of her. Just yeah, if I was if I was Marty and um. Uh, I don't know what I keep forgetting his wife's names. Wendy. Her name Wendy. Yeah. If I was Marty and Wendy, I would have signed those papers by all right, you're emancipated. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Um, <laughs> have you heard of the cartel? <laughs> Good luck, you know? Yeah, like what did, what did, was she what was she expecting that was going to like come of that situation? Was she was just gonna leave did and you think you was, could just although leave? that leads that whole situation I think led to the the what it was meant to lead to, which was Marty's comment at the end of season two. I think that whole situation was leading up to his comment. And to show you where the, the like where we stood, I think it was all for that. What was that comment? Oh, when they're sitting, when they're st- sitting in the uh, when they the finally s- open ceremony. up the casino. Well, yeah, when they're yeah. opening up the casino and he's sitting next to her. I don't know if I want to say this. Say it, motherfucker. Uh, so he, she, he, she's asking him, "Hey, is everything okay?" And he pauses for a sec. He doesn't say anything. In the classic Jason, uh, Jason Bateman, he doesn't display any emotion. Then he says, "Yeah, uh, if you want to get emancipated, I'm not going to stop you." Yeah, I think that entire thing was for that because that tells you where his mindset is. That he's like, this whole shit's fucked. We're yeah. all, we're all everybody fucked. abandoned ship. You, you do what you want to do. We're fucked either. Every way. man for himself. Yeah. And, and I think he all said that because like now he knows that. Yeah, everybody's too deep in that. No, he no he he said that because of Wendy. Like he like he's just like. She's crazy. Oh yeah, he's like she's lost your it. Mom like, is, she's lost her she's shit. All That's why he said, "I'm not going to stop you." Right? Like because he understands the situation at their end. He's oh, like, "Oh yeah," because the mother's lost it. The like, mom wasn't going to allow that to happen anyway. So you know, what? I was surprised they didn't take the angle of just threatening the lawyer. Like, you know, if you really want to represent our daughter, like you do it at your own risk. Yeah, because of what's who knows what's going to happen. But then, but I don't know. Then then it can be it can be a case where if she feels threatened, then she can disclose shit to the to the authorities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was handled one way or another, or it's yeah. going to be handled more so in season three. But um, yeah, well, the she's son, definitely my least favorite character. The, the son, son I show, like. He yo, the, the show the he was all in. Um, yo, the son represents too. He represents. Oh, if that was my son, do you yeah. know how proud I would be as a father. He represents holding it down the like squad. That? Yeah, and I, I don't know like exactly what has happened. Oh, where you see, guys he's kind of he's kind of crazy, but he represents but the squad. Yeah, though. yeah. Back, back, back he, in he season, no bitches, but you know, <laughs> Back in season one, when he was having the back and forth with the teacher about oh, oh, signing the paper over guns or drugs. Oh, my God. And what it does with the economy. And he's like going on with what it does with yo, the economy. No, no, I don't know a, if I should sign this. It, yeah. it wasn't even a teacher that he that I thought he just, just fucking took it to fucking the, the, the dry cleaners. He he was talking to the principal. Yeah, yeah. When he was then he carried about, to the principal. Yeah. Yo. Oh. yo that and, and they were just like, hey, kid, we just <laughs> We didn't ask for all this, all right? You kind of have to calm this intelligence thing now. Kid, I read from the teacher's guide. <laughs> I just, just take the test. I'll read it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on from the characters. Uh, I think we've all uh, talked about 
at least the main character is oh, pretty, wait, so pretty I gotta well. say this though. The yeah. kid's speech at the funeral in season two. Yeah. Touching. Great. Yeah, scene. very touching. Yeah. Very, very, very touching speech. Uh okay. Uh the cinematography. What do you think? You know what? So and this is something I did try and pay attention to throughout this show. Um and I, I think the cinematography of this show plays so well into maintaining balance throughout the show. I mean balance of like kind of like the the energy and the what's the right word? It's 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 like the energy of the show and tone. Yes, the tone, but uh as we were talking about earlier, maintaining a certain tension. Mm-hmm. Right? It the cinema you know, the cinematography of the show does so well between balancing, you know, continuous conversations like I, I remember the the walk through the woods with uh darlene and um her husband mm-hmm. where oh yeah it, it's like the far wide angle where it's showing all of the scenery showing where they are you're hearing the sound of the leaves crackling and it's just one continuous shot but it, but they also capitalize so well on like close-ups right yeah. or you know Angles where, you know, you're behind one character and it's like showing the back of their head and the facial expressions of the other character. So I I love this. The cinematography adds to the tension of the Mm storyline and the character development and also capturing each character's like unique unique kind of tics. Mm -hmm. Right. So well, it captures those facial expressions of uh, Marty's wife. Uh, It captures the. Uh, the old man, you know, I love like oh, he, he played a great character as well. Yeah, I, I love his scenes. Um, it captures <coughs> Marty's dryness. Yeah, his quickness, uh, or his quick delivery of like certain lines, and then immediately captures the expression or the reaction sure. of the person he's in dialogue with. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll go. Tape. Um, yeah, I think the cinematography, not from a camera movement direction but from a um uh color grade perspective is just it's too much they're they're doing too much with that uh where they have this really sort of deep blue uh this really sort of they're just drowning in blue tint um i don't like it i don't like it because it's it's so unnatural right i I get what they're going for right that they're going for this really they're they're going to hold what you just said that 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 tension right they want to keep this sort of feel that they're always underwater you know they're they're always they're always drowning in it but it's just it's so heavy and it's so prominent and it's so unnatural that it just to me, it just takes me kind of a little bit out of it, you know, in terms of being able to stick with the story and to stick with what they've got going on with the characters. It's just too much. Yeah. Um, I have a comment to that because I was actually going to get to that, but I'll address that last. I'll bring up something else first. Um, I, I think the the one thing that hip hop music did coming up through the 80s and the 90s was give us an idea of what it was like to be from this place that we had never been like you know nwa let us know what it was like to be from compton um new york artists let us know what each borough was like and let us know what new york was like and then artists let us know what the hell the south was like and i think they do a good job of really letting us give us this idea of what ozark is like you know what i mean like when i watch it i feel like that same feel of like i i know what it's like to be there now because they do a really good job of of relating it to me and and um it's crazy that you bring up the blue because that was going to be a point that i said i actually really liked the, the the strong blue 
in in the scenes um i, I get this vibe of you know with the water being it, it, it being a lake town and, and and the water and the sea or not the seas but the water being such a strong point of emphasis for the show and what the hell the town is yeah like a focal I, point too, yeah so so the blue for me really i thought that was important to kind of because I, I that's the only color I really want to see this show in is that that extra blue that they put on it like anything else to me would just be like either not noticeable or like wait that's not what the color is supposed to be like if there was a red or or anything else uh, but I I personally really like the blue and and you know what to that point I feel like that you know that that grading that that blue tint um, that's used throughout the filming right or not filming editing production or whatever um i feel like it does always tie you back to the lake which is like the focal point of the show on the ozarks right this this lake community it's like a character without being a character in a way the lake it, yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah absolutely i mean i think at, at a certain point everything kind of goes back to the lake right yeah um you know they're using the lake to to kind of like launder money or they're eventually going to with the with the casino right um at the end the lake is what allows them to essentially capitalize on the land or even season one they're selling drugs on the lake you know yeah yeah the church people Uh, the church uh i mean season two where they're able to like kind of take land from the snells um what what is it called eminent domain yeah fucking brilliant Um, yeah so the lake is a, a very i would say the lake is a character to the show and I didn't mind the blue tint to the show, but um, Tunde, I think to your point, mm-hmm. um, th- I feel like the show never really has any high moments, right? There are never any scenes where there's like these like vivid colors uh, or, you know, there's, there's there's never anything in the cinematography where you're like, wow, that scene was, was beautiful or incredible because they use this grading. I, I, I don't think that that's, that's where I'm. I mean that it, it. I would have no problem with it, except for it's so prominent, it's mm-hmm. so in your face, which it was clearly the point with it, right? It looks very different than any other show, right? There, there are a lot of other shows, especially like action shows or, or shows that there's going to be a lot of more action and not that they're going to have this sort of uh, either deep blue or deep uh, sort of teal mm-hmm. uh, uh, grading to it. Um, and that's just because for whatever reason that's been what we've been that's what's been pushed on us by cinema yeah um is to expect that like this is how these this, this type is of how movie this thing look. looks right uh and then more you know either drama or romantic things are just in a normal grade right um uh but because it's so prominent i oftentimes find it distracting like you know what i mean like this thing doesn't look like what I know what they look like, you know, if they're holding up, you know, a slice of fucking cheese, that cheese doesn't look like cheese to me because it's so fucking blue. And I'm like, blue just cheese, make, tuna, blue cheese. Well, Jesus even blue Christ. cheese is white. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, uh, so, um, so yeah, I, but it, it's not enough to make me hate the show or, or like, it's not watchable, but I, I, for me, it's just not preferable. And I, I know in other shows, they've had this where they've had a special grading. So, for instance, if you go back and watch the first episode of House, right? Um, the first episode has this really sort of weird, they kind of desaturate it, except for like this gold sort of look to it. Mm-hmm. Weird um, or orange look to it, uh, which is kind of a weird thing. But they immediately changed it to uh, 
a uh, a normal grading or a more normal grading than yeah. that, right? And, and I think the shield ha- always had like a very like um grainy, uh, um, yeah, uh, like kind of go- not gold, but um, what was the what was the tint that the initial tint that you mentioned? Not the blue, teal, teal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't. Well, no, no, I'm sorry, not teal. I would say orange. more like um, kind of like an orange gradient sure. texture to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely a focal point throughout the show. It was supposed to give you that gritty, grungy type of type of. Yeah, thing. yeah. I think that anything that's used in excess is not appropriate. I think that it you should use stuff, but within a certain, you know, kind of restriction. Like yeah. you, you should, just like anything else, right? Like if if you're if your whole thing is like, hey, we we we're really good at doing action scenes, you shouldn't just only do action scenes. You should temper it, you know, like know that you do action scenes very well and put them in strategic areas. Yeah. Not just litter the whole thing with fucking action. All scenes. action. Yeah, yeah. Not all like the time. Fucking never Transformers. <laughs> not the most recent ones. Yeah. All action. Um but anyways, uh moving on to the um to the soundtrack, I think is the next thing. Yeah, uh, soundtrack. You you take this one because I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really fucking notice it. But I think um, at no point throughout the show did music ever um, uh, take precedence over like the story or the moment or. Uh, and I, again, I think what the show does so well, and I highlight Wendy so much because to me, her like her those little ticks, right? Her facial expressions, her reaction to um, certain things Marty may say or to a situation she's in always really stand out to me throughout the show. And Jason's ba- Jason Bateman's lack of expression or emotion, but his his kind of like reclusiveness in certain moments where like you can kind of tell right, he's stepping back from the moment and in the moment he's analyzing 10 different outcomes. Yeah. In those moments, I don't want to hear any music. I want to like hear, kind of, kind of like hear the the character thinking through his next step. Uh, so I think that's what the show does well. It it takes away music, or it it you know kind of deafens the music, and maybe uses more ambient noise mm-hmm. in moments in which I want to know and realize that I, now this character is put in a situation where they have to think of their next step very very carefully. Or they're going to be completely fucked, and I want to also feel that like tension. Yeah, yeah. It really gives uh, this feeling that there's a quiet town with a lot of secrets. So therefore, the music is also very quiet in a way. You know, either there is a lack of music, or or, or when they do play it, is really subtle. Um, that's kind of the vibe I get from it. I mean, there isn't much to say and not that there isn't much to say because of it's just not good or anything, but it's just very low key. Um, I, I just get this vibe that it fits the it fits the town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very quiet town. Got some secrets. So everything is really low as far as the music and just background noise. That's, that's yeah, what and I, I could be it. wrong. But what I did notice is like the music that they did use um, was a lot of um kind of like, uh, like alternative folk music that matched the environment, right? They're in the Ozarks in Missouri, Midwest, a lot of string, a lot of, um, you know, guitar, a lot of, um, uh, 
What's that shit called? You know, from not paying attention banjo. to knowing a lot about the uh, instrument. <laughs> no, I mean, from, from, from the music that I do recall, it was it, like it very much thing. matched like the Midwest. A lot of string music. Yeah, is. yeah I, th- I think I noticed that a little more when they uh, when they would show the uh, the Langmore family. Uh, so the Langmores, yeah. and I think the Snells yeah. too. Like in in, sure. in yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. The the music isn't really uh, it, it. It really isn't a presence uh, with the show. Um, it's not really something that I picked up on that I noticed or or took note of at any point during the, the during the show. And by the way, uh, for the cinematography, uh, Ben H- uh, Cutchins, uh, Armando Salas, uh, Pepe Pino, Pepe Pino. Michael. Okay, uh, Michael Grady. <laughs> so yeah, it really is Pepe. super disrespectful. <laughs> <I'm> so um, sorry. <laughs> and then the music is done by uh, Danny uh, Bensi and Sonder Geranus. Geranus. Yeah. Um, confident. Yeah. Geranus. I don't think that's how it's pronounced. That's why I wasn't confident. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the music wasn't really anything that I picked upon. Um, but I, I I will say that. Uh, in a sh- shows are typically different than than in movies in that they don't necessarily go for the jugular when it comes to the music and i think that's because they have so much there's so much happening and there's so much that they want to get through that it's like if they take up moments that are overcome by the music it's that's a missed opportunity to escalate the story you know and to, they don't to have to sell on to you every single scene oh, yeah you know th- there's 10 hours of this 13 yeah. hours depending on how long the show is and how many episodes so it's like we don't have to be like oh every scene is critical blast music you know do this do that it's just like hey slow it down let's just go through the story and we don't have to force it on you with music or even really obvious ominous background noise you know yeah yeah uh yeah, I mean that's very true. Uh, How is that experience like doing the music for a show that runs easy? You get paid seasons, for doing less, right? Where you know, obviously, you have to have music for every episode, but mm-hmm. the music is almost never noticed to like the average viewer. Um, and as a person, you know, like leading the you know the score, right? You know, whoever's in charge of of the the score and the music production for each episode to know that. Your, the music you're, you're putting together has to be almost unnoticeable mm-hmm. and to do that for 10 seasons. You got to check your pride at the door, man. Hey, we know you're big time. You, you, you've done a lot of great things in this industry with the score, but we're going to need you to... And what uh, if you're going through a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we know you're going through a lot right now. I know you got a lot of great stuff. You want to get on the show. We're going to need you dollar back today. Yeah. And every day after We're that. We're going to need you to be not noticeable at work and your wife hasn't <laughs> noticed you. <laughs> That's why she's leaving you. <laughs> and she like, wants that. I re- <laughs> like, I really feel like during that conversation, you don't need to say that, but then you do anyway. <laughs> Because you're an asshole. Oh, man. Um, That's got to be rough. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I, I think... I, I think that they did their job, right? Yeah. They 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 moved it along and they didn't do anything too crazy with it. They kind of just helped us. They massaged the story along. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that in a series like this where it's kind of a slow burner, you don't really need to, you don't need anything that, that, that like, you know, to, to, to jump out at you or to, to, to make you think, oh my God, like what's I going think, on here? I think every time that's the situation, 
He's getting cut at at the knees. Somebody's coming in. <laughs> bring it down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like he produces hot score. Yeah, and then creativity. somebody comes through like, yeah, can we turn it down just like five decibels? Yes. Yeah, Try else ten decibels. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. maybe fifteen just to yeah, be on. Because I just feel like side. these guys they want to put out something that the academy or the the Emmys or somebody's gonna notice, and then like when it's not a big thing. I feel like there's always someone else coming in and saying if the producer of the hey, episode is down. like, damn, the music in this episode is too good. It's, it's taking away from the story. <laughs> Can you just <laughs> and they probably never really use like just, specific decibels. Just, There's just, you just a little just, <laughs> just, just and, and every time it's a different word. Just a tick. Just a pinch. And they, and they use little, it. No, no. They, they use the same word every time and it becomes like a thing where if you hear that word, it's like you want to punch somebody in the face. It's like, have you ever had somebody like your boss say, and, say and, something? And it's a word that has nothing to do with really sound. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you just, so just, just, a, just a smidge. Just, just, a, just a smidge. Just a oomph. Just <laughs> every time you hear oomph, you're like, "Fuck you, Sally!" They're, they're just saying things. Dial the horses back a little. Dial bit. the horses. <laughs> let's just, let's just lower that the rev on the end on this one. Spring the cows in a little bit on this one. <laughs> what? The a little cows? bit of peanut butter, a little bit more jelly. <laughs> like what the fuck? There comes, a, there comes a time in the summer where you gotta you gotta cut the grass, and that's what I'm. That's all I'm asking. Just, just cut, cut the grass it. on the sound, all right? <laughs> a real precise cut. Let's get some scissors on this lawn. Oh, Look, it's not me. We, we've all got a homeowners association, you know. I'm not trying to bust your balls here, guy. Just you, you cut your grass, yeah. I'll cut mine. We'll both do it. Oh shit. Um. All right. Uh. So, what are our last thoughts? Uh. About uh, Ozark here. I mean, phenomenal show. Yeah. Uh, great cast, you know, not a cast that's like highly recognizable other than Jason Bateman. You're not going to, oh, I remember this person from that, you know, blockbuster film, but a very well put together cast that has really, really great chemistry. Mm -hmm. um, storyline, uh, I would say it's, you know, pretty original storyline. Um, great production. One of my favorite shows on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, uh, I'm pressing play on this and telling you guys to press play, but I will say this is a show you got to be a little patient with. I think there can be some episodes or stretches of episodes where it gets a little, gets a, it can get a little boring, a little sleepy, but it always seems to pick back up within that episode, even if it's at the end, but good show. Um, just, just gotta be a little patient with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my final thoughts on the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, we press play. I hope you guys do too. Um, it was definitely a, uh, it's a show that it, it, it's, it's subtle in what it does. And it's subtle in that it forces you to think deeply mm -hmm. about a lot of things where you're just like, Hmm, what would I do in that scenario? What would be my position if this were to happen? Uh, or you could just watch them like, oh, shit, like, let me let, wait for the next, the next crazy thing to happen, you know. Um, but I think if you pay attention to the show, it subtly forces you to think. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and so, yeah. So, like I said, uh, we press play. I hope you guys do, too. Uh, watch it. Tell us what you think. Let us know your thoughts on it. Um, on if you think that Ruth Langmore has a terrible cry face, uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna need it. Yeah, I'm gonna need consensus that's about her this. Actual cry face? I think it is. I think it is. No, no, no. I think I think she's genuine. I think she's genuine. Yeah. I, I just don't think it's a very Jesus. very good cry face. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? My reactions. 
Jesus. Jesus. That's, that's always your reaction. Uh, just uh, what else do we have on the, uh, the docket tonight? Um, there was a thing, and I'm actually, and it really came up in an earlier, th- I already had this on the board to discuss, but it came up without you guys even really realizing it. But I think when we were talking about um, Netflix shows not really having like a big dramatic ending, but a lot of people, and this goes into what we're about to talk about now, a lot of people feel sorry for the Netflix era because they don't they didn't live through that time when you had to like hurry up run to the kitchen put your popcorn in the microwave or put whatever in the microwave hurry up and run back because somebody's Mm. like yo it's coming on like that rush Mm. to be there like you know stuff like that like that was really great stuff but one could argue that's not really great stuff you know like who wants to like live like that where you gotta hurry up and do this and get your drink or, or get your food or hurry and use the bathroom and be stressing out that the show's about to start and you're about to miss it. So it's like, it's kind of a debate. Like, was that stuff good times or is it like, are you glad you don't have to do that anymore? No, those were good times. Here's why. Because when you couldn't record this shit, you couldn't pause it, you like watch it at a later point. That means whoever you're with and you're watching it with can't nag you or argue with you or, or fucking talk during the show because you couldn't rewind it, right? Yeah. You know, in 1997, if there was a show on, everybody shuts the fuck up, right? Because you can't talk during the show. You can't rewind the shit. Now, if your girl has something she wants to say to you, she's going to hit that pause button. Yeah. Like, you know what? I need to. Um, nah, baby, we can't do that. It's 97. You know, I miss those <laughs> 97. I miss yeah. those days. What do you want me to do? Like, I this miss is those days. 2018. I miss those days when you had an hour of like dedicated shut the fuck up. Now, it's the pause button. Yeah, yeah people abuse the ability to pause it because they're like, I can go on and talk for 10 minutes. We're just going to rewind. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll just run it back. Just run it back. We'll, nah. Tune yeah. Um, yeah, those times are trash. Uh, and, the, and the reason being, uh, it, it's it made you wait a long time for stuff that was kind of mediocre, right? Like, so if it was a show that was an all right show, but you kind of wanted to watch, you really still had to be in that, oh shit, it's about to come on kind of mode, right? Because the last thing you want to do is miss something in the show, even if it was a mediocre show. Now, the mediocre show, I'm like, whatever, I can catch the shit whenever I want to, right? Um, Sure, it was good times to be. Before I lose that, I will say it does expose what are mediocre shows versus what's a good show because now you won't do all of that rush to the TV and not eat for two, you know, for a whole 16 yeah. minutes. You know, if you don't it do that, it exposes what's a good show, absolutely. what's a bad show. Yeah. Now you won't, <laughs> you'll, you'll gladly skip a few meals. If it means I can get a couple more seconds of whatever the fuck I'm watching, you know, but if it's a very whatever show, you're going to be like, look, let me go grab myself a lasagna. Let me, you know, let me do my taxes real quick. Yeah. Let me, you know what I mean? When you ask someone, yo, you want, you want me to pause it? And they're like, no, 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 it's good. When you bring over a movie, right? Like, let's say you, you know, whether you get it from the red box or you, it's on Netflix and you're watching it with people and somebody leaves the room and you're like, yo, you want me to pause? And they're like, nah, nah, nah. It hurts. Ultimate disrespect. Yeah. You're like, yeah. like, I feel like you should call the creators of that show up and be like, yo, did you hear what this man just no, said that, about that's your a reflection show? Of you. That means they don't think your show is worth. Oh, if you recommended the, the show? Yeah. I'm like, yo, no, nah, I'm going to pause it. <laughs> 
Yeah, because you when gonna watch this Don't want shit. me to pause something that I I'm, I that really like. Recommend? And I'm like, wow. That's basically a fuck oh, that's you that's, that's why I don't recommend show. shows that often. I, I have a bevy of shows because you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Very fragile ego. I've been hurt before. I have a very fragile ego. What can I say? She's like, Tune, I want to be with you. No, I don't know, baby. I've been down this road with you. Tune, come over. Let's watch the show. You pick. He's like, Nah, baby, I've been hurt once before. You got that? You got damn right. Can't pick again. You got damn right. No, but but there's no there's no feeling emptier than recommending something to somebody and them not responding to it. That's why Mm. I wait until I have something that's like. You, you can't like unless you're just not human right like yeah. you, you, you can't not like this thing like so for instance uh, when people ask for my recommendations on comedies I'm like yeah The Office do yourself a favor watch it oh you yeah know? nah nah uh, but anybody could do that what sets you apart man you gotta give them a show that they're not gonna see no no I know I, what, I, what, I, what I'm saying is I just use The Office as an example right but uh, so for instance uh, I'm trying to think of something that's more recent because my, my go to shows were Oh, God, I'm trying to think of something that nobody else like was really on that I was like, yo, do yourself a favor. Watch this shit. It'll change. Oh, Mr. Robot. That's one of the shows uh, that I can be like, I've, I've heard good not everybody watches this, yeah. but it's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing show. You know what show I really like that not a lot of people watch? Lucifer. Nah, I can't do it. I I, I, ch- I suffered through like one or two. Episodes. I thought you were about to say Luther. I like Luther. Oh, Luther was amazing. Yeah. Wasn't Luther amazing? Or do you just really what? like Idris Alba? No, I like Both. The, I like the Both. shorty he had in the end. I, I really like Luther. I, oh, who? Uh, Ruth, uh, what's her name? The Middle Eastern Joe? Oh, no, 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 no. I love saying him in his great coat. Huh? His ex wife. I, I, I like Luther's like grunge. Yeah, he's, get, that, he's like, got this great trench. That London grunge. Yeah, he's getting a fucking but tea. I, I kind of feel like it's kind of boring a little bit. Like, nah, it, man, it seems like he's it. like one of those action people, but then he doesn't really do anything. No, it's like watching someone kind of like destroy themselves. It's not perfect. Yeah, and then you're just ruining but they But they have good intention. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, but no, Lucifer, it's like one of those shows where it's just... You know, it's just like it's just a filthy watch, right? Like you know, you're not watching great television, but it's easy to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just cheesy enough to where you're entertained by it, but you don't feel disgusting about it. Like people who watch Glee, yeah, it's like fuck <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But like Lucifer, why, why fuck you to to people who watch Glee? I, fucking singing motherfuckers i don't like but weren't there like two oh, Glee shows? okay the man saying man you singing motherfucker what? yeah like i, I, don't I like, really you know, think i hate singing it's very cliche of you i hate singing anything, of course you do anything you've got too much testosterone or like that no 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 mm-hmm. right no, no, I, 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 I like american idol oh uh, uh, <laughs> wait the most singing show of all time Hey, I black friends. I know. Wait, no, I got black friends. No, no, but I like American Idol, and I do like um, so you think you can dance. I don't like so you don't like singing anything shows where people with burst scripts. into song. I'm yeah. like fuck. Okay. Wait, wait. So you don't yeah. like singing shows with scripts because you like singing shows. I like like a raw talent singing type shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. like singing shit where they um oh and we're here now we're in. So you didn't like song. the West Side Story. That was a dope story. Mm. <laughs> I, I, that was a dope uh, story. Yeah. No, but gotcha, I, 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 I know you didn't like it. Empire, you said, because there's... No, nah, I don't like that shit. I, I don't like Empire like just because it's not that great great quality. Lee, Lee Daniels needs to step his game up. Not going to lie to you. Lee Daniels still got Dame Dash money. He's like, <laughs> I'm not stepping up. Yeah, he's about to end up messing on... Yeah. <laughs> 
We might have to check up on uh, Lee Danielson. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, so, so what do we vote? Do we miss the old school era? Is it overrated? Is this yeah, time overrated. better? Highly no, overrated. Um, yeah, I like new technology. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah let's, I mean, I wouldn't let's, go Let's back. get to the shit. Yeah. If somebody right. gave me a time machine. Yeah. Nah. I wouldn't I, go back for yeah, that. Yeah. I like this new <laughs> shit. I like the new shit, but, but I really do hate the people just not giving a fuck about what you're watching because you can rewind it. Yeah, I mean it's easier. Uh, to I like, like everyone being on board and well, buying now, into the night. Now, who has the fragile ego? Uh, no, it's not a fragile ego. I don't like being people like, talking through my like, show. Did you, did you hear this guy he said buying into the night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like fuck? we're all here to watch. Faves running a cult on the side well, of some shit. We're all here to no. David Koresh over here in on this. Yeah, night. we're all here. <laughs> we we score this big <laughs> job. <laughs> We retire what for the rest mean? of our lives. We're all here for for power or for Malcolm no. in the Middle or Game of Thrones or whatever. What it if is. I just came here? You for sound like a, a no. Gotham. See, that's what I don't like. <laughs> see, back in the day, that's you the shit I don't like. No, back in the day, you wouldn't have been there just for the snacks and interrupted because motherfuckers would have checked. Uh, you. Maybe you were, but you just Yo, didn't want to. Like, like the Joker of Baltimore. <laughs> like, Baltimore's old criminals. They used to have respect for this town. Yeah. They, they bought into the night. New criminals. They watch whatever movie they want, whatever. They want. I'm a new class. And we Joker need to was right. burn it down. Joker is right. He said, "Look at that guy. He's a squealer." He, he was right. <laughs> you know, so that's how I feel. These, I do. these movie watchers have no respect. I lo- no, no, no. All right. Oh, so fuck. I do love the Faves technology. Like, do you want to know where I got these stars? <laughs> All right. Those are funny, but no, no, no. My, my brother, I, I do love the technology and the access and the, the control and everything. But I, I yeah. do love the idea of everyone buying into what the night's about and what we're here for, and just respecting it. So I, yeah, you keep I, I do making it sound like a fucking cold. Give, give, I miss anyway. the old days. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Faves like <laughs> everyone buys in and he, everyone yeah. drinks the Kool Aid. Is this a pyramid scheme? Yeah. Like, drop, well, I don't, drop I don't a know what's going to drop. Uh, well, now that I click off of it, but you know, I'll give you one. Give, give him a bomb. for your troubles. For your troubles, Faves. I'm a buying kind of guy. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, watch some dude come up to like Faves. Faves gonna come up to uh, some dude's gonna come up to Faves at the mall and be like, hey. Have you ever thought about buying these energy drinks here <laughs> and then selling them afterwards as well? Like, yeah, I'll buy that. <laughs> I've I'll got this pyramid here. <laughs> Fabe like, is, uh, you'll buy a timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Fabe, everybody's Fabe, gone right be quiet now, how many timeshares do you own right now? Come to Fabe with an Ozarks <laughs> timeshare. <laughs> Yeah, is Jason going to be mad? I got a couple of dollars I need to clean. This is where they base the show The Ozarks on Netflix. I got a couple of dollars I need to clean. You can buy in for this time show. I I, I love how Fave keeps trying to dead it by like slightly agreeing with us and then playing that off, but it's not working because we just keep going at it. We see through it. (laughs) We see through your games, Fave. All right, we're going to go ahead and wrap this shit up so Fave can go ahead and watch his team. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. One more thing. One more thing. Um, I, I got a, I got a new thing I've been thinking about, and I want to start it. I'm going to try to stay consistent. <clears throat> yeah, and then we could all jump in on it too. I know, I know, I'm going to try to, but what, I, I'll, not having one other thing to say. Yeah, after we try no, the I, I want to try to say a, a a movie quote from or or a TV show quote that that really stands out to you, or something that you really like, and find one every episode to say. And I, I think I'm going to kick it off with a. Uh, I hope they remember you, Stark. That's I actually favorite. like that. Yeah. yeah, a great movie quote. One of my favorite, and I, uh, and then what we can do is maybe try to guess where it's from real quick. And 
we don't have to play it out. We don't have to play it out too long. I knew that's where he was going with that. And so I was holding well, my reservations. That, I'll leave that up. No, I'll leave that up for debate. But I didn't want to just say it without giving you the guys the chance to be like, oh, yeah, I know what that. Next, next one is stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> uh, oh, that would have made it on my list at some point down the road. Yeah. No, I always like that quote. I use yeah. that sometimes with, uh, oh, you know who hate that quote hmm. when you're arguing with a girl and you drop that on her? She's like, what the fuck? I, don't, I think there's more confusion. If, you, if you're arguing with your chick and you're like, oh, you know what? Stay gold, pony boy. She's yeah. like, so you think this is a fucking game? <laughs> yeah, but definitely uh, don't text you, you back guys, for three You guys hours. remember The Outsiders? Yeah. yeah. My what? favorite books, though. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And maybe it's just from I nostalgia, but one. that's my favorite book. Oh, no, what? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, okay, I like that. Uh, okay, clearly that's from uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Um, there Fave is really the next one. <laughs> Either you winning by inch or winning by mile. <laughs> no, winning that's yours. Winning. <laughs> that's yours. No, no, my uh, favorite Vin Diesel is your granny shift and no clutch. No, what you double clutch. Double, <laughs> what you got to do, Fab? You got to come up with a catchy, uh, catchy name for the segment. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll work on it, but yeah. I just wanted to introduce and hey. send one out. Hey, fair enough. Uh, on that note, we're just going to go ahead and hit you guys with this little, little quick outro here. Uh, hey, we got a movie horror night uh, in Mount Vernon Marketplace this week. Come out, come catch the boys, and uh, with that, check us. I think we'll hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Peace. Peace. Stay going, pony boy. <laughs>